When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is January 6th, 2020. The first Raw of the new year, the new decade. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein from a tropical island uh, location. Joined by Matt Morgan and Justin Labar here tonight. Uh, So much I want to talk about tonight, Matt. We had a big return tonight. We had Brock Lesnar back on the show tonight. We had Bobby and Lana, Rusev and Liv. The story continued. So much happened. All in all, what did you think tonight of Raw? Good show. Good, good, worth worth watching, I thought, right? Versus all the others. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely a big reset button. It felt like they're pushing tonight and saying, okay, this is the road to the Royal Rumble. It's the new year. It was really ramped up. Um, there were a lot of good segments, I thought. Just uh, all in all, I'm almost more, I don't, I don't know if you had this thought too, Matt or Justin, when we were ending the show and they were talking about what was coming up next week, that's where I was actually more disappointed because I was like, they're giving us rematches of stuff we saw last week and stuff we saw tonight. Yeah, and the one thing I want to point out is they usually know what's going. We have some semblance of an idea of what's going to happen for Mania, rumor-wise, or or some kind of feel. I know we're still on the road to the Rumble, but do you know what I mean? But but we also kind of have an arrow pointing toward Mania normally by now, and we don't. So this was a very important show for them to do what they did tonight. We got to give them credit a little bit. Yeah. yeah I mean- yeah, I mean the world on the street is they uh there is not as much pen on paper. It's more pencil right now for mania, and that's unusual for this time of year for us to be, you know, into end of January and then not to have as much certainty. But yeah, I, mean, I think this raw is pretty enjoyable. I you know, my my my, my number one complaint about Raw week to week, and it's because they have three hours to fill, is they do too many long, lengthy matches with one or two commercial breaks and it kills the pacing. This doesn't mean those matches aren't of high quality because they are but it's just not a conducive, engaging pace. But that was at some points they got long. The other points, I thought, yeah, I thought you know they're building Aleister Black. That they're they're doing stuff with this Eric Rowan Cage thing, Brock Lesnar, the Lana stuff. Whether you like it or not, they're 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 they're, they're dangling a carrot. So I thought there was some real effort put in here of like, let's let's try to get consistent and build some stuff here. Yeah. So let's start with the big news: Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar out to the ring tonight, and. Paul talking about who's Brock's opponent going to be at the Royal Rumble. Thinking about it, who should it be? There's no one that can uh, face him one-on-one, so why not have Lesnar enter in the number one spot of the 30-man Royal Rumble match and take on everyone? Uh, Matt, how, how, do they, uh, how do they play this? Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> um, right? I mean, I can't figure it out. Me either. I I I don't know what the end result here is, and I think that's what's kind of cool about it, right? It's exciting. I mean, Justin, I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean, Justin, I don't know about you, but when I look at WWE and it's like, well, Jesus, how the F are they going to – you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing predictable about this. 
Yeah, I'm I'm okay with this. You know, it's a little head scratching from a logic standpoint. Why is the champion going to put himself in a grueling hour long match? But the title's not on the line. They never said the title's on the line. And what I like about this from a creative standpoint is it opens up creative possibilities that inside of this Rumble match, the yeah. amount of guys, the amount of fresh matchups we could see Brock mix it up with yes. Matt Riddle. Alistair Black, Big E, guys we haven't seen them tangle up with. It could happen, and it could be in a, in a protected, contained situation. I, I, I'm okay. I would rather this than a throwaway one-on-one squash title match, a Brock versus random person. Here's the other thing, and, I, and, I, and I, I'm one of those that are on the, the WWE side for them not having pen to paper, but having pencil to paper, paper into Mania. And... I know they're being criticized for not having an arrow pointing toward what they're doing at Mania. I think this is a good thing in a way because I'm hoping it means because they're actually listening to the fans for a moment here and trying to get direction. Um, with that said, during the Rumble, we're going to see some cool moments that WWE is very good at doing when all the smoke clears and Brock Lesnar backs into Braun Strowman. They both face off or it's Brock Lesnar up there. All the smoke is cleared, backs up, but it's into Matt Rydell. They both turn around and stare at each other. And we have that moment. Knock out whoever. And I have a feeling they're going to gauge what that response is with certain talents hmm. and maybe take it from there. And I think that's not a bad idea. No. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, especially if you know, you know, maybe they know that they're going to build Mania around, okay, maybe the Fiend's going to have this match. And maybe you know, if they already have one or two big P, you know, maybe they know what grudge match Triple H is going to have since he always has one. If they already have those one or two, yeah, take the temperature, see what people react to. Maybe it's a Drew McIntyre who we started to see a yeah. face turn tonight. Who knows? Yeah. Right. So, yeah, take the temperature, see what happens. But I think this Rumble match, Brock Lesnar's probably not going to win the Rumble. So, this Rumble match allows for you to spawn a feud, whether it's the person who eliminates him or whether it's something else, they take the temperature. I'm okay with this person. If he wins, this is it would be a terrible mistake. Yeah, what's he gonna do? Challenge the fiend? I mean terrible mistake. Uh, yeah, I mean unless they unless they try to unify the world titles again, but, which I don't see but, why they would. Guys, we would also argue him winning any type of uh, money in the bank ladder match is a terrible idea as well. We saw that. And uh, Zachary Showalter asking with a super chat there. Thank you, Zachary. Uh, so is Brock really not going to defend the title for six months? Uh, I mean, I think at Mania there could be something, but it really depends on how this match goes. Yeah. I mean, no offense, Zach. It's, this championship to me is meaningless. I hate to sound like a jerk. It's meaningless to me when it's – I know it sounds so weird by saying because it's on Brock that it's meaningless. But in a way, to me as a fan when I watch this show, I don't care about it because mm. I never hear about it. I don't know anything. We don't see anything about it. We see no development. We see no components being developed for him or for that championship. It's like Brock takes it and just – it goes into this black, black hole for me. And the only championship I really look at is really The Fiend's. Yeah. I mean, do you think he's too protected, though, Justin? In the sense, I mean, the Fiend's not going to drop the title of Mania unless he massively cools off, right? Yeah, well, I, it's hard to say what's going to happen at Mania. I would hope not. I mean, he's just so he is the hottest thing they had. My, my fear is if it's something like the Fiend versus Roman Reigns. I don't want to see that. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, that would be my that, that's a f fear I have. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, the Fiend is the hottest thing they have going, so I, I hope that they I hope they have some master plan. I mean, I, I, I still think, again, you know, we know Taker's not done. I still think Taker and The Fiend is just such an interesting thing. Title or no title, that's just me. But Matt, don't you wish The Fiend weren't the champ, so that way Bray could enter the Rumble, The Fiend could enter the Rumble, The Muscle Man could enter the Rumble, and you just have to be Bray Wyatt's night. 
that would be some serious funny stuff. Three um, faces, three faces of Foley. <laughs> absolutely. 2021, man. When Bray's not the champ, man, like this gimmick can have such legs. Justin, you had the inside scoop on uh, how they produce some of these first Firefly Funhouse vignettes. It seems like that slowed down. Have you heard anything more about them ramping up production with that original creative energy they had? Well, yeah, they haven't they haven't shot a Firefly Funhouse here in Pittsburgh in months. All the and there's, there's a little bit noticeable difference. The Firefly Funhouse segments they shoot now, they're shooting week to week, and the difference the way you know is there's not the uh, the door. There's not a door behind them. That's that's mm. that's that's the difference if you want to look at the set. Uh, yeah, I mean they're not doing it just because they, they need to do it week to week. They need to be able to produce it and and then line it up with the promos they're doing. Um, that does not mean the creative energy is not there. I know Bray is still very much. You know the people that were involved in the in those segments early on. Uh, Tom Savini, who's done a lot of all the the special effects that that the Fiend's doing, he's still. They have Tom Savini doing that. Tom he Savini. Did the mask. Tom Savini did the mask that the Fiend wears. Tom Savini did the uh, the lantern. Um, the horror guy. He's based here in Pittsburgh. Yep. That's where they shot the Firefly Funhouse segments with him. Oh my god! Of course they did. I that's that terrible movie that I hope fans don't ever watch. Of myself, James Storm, and Kurt Angle called "Death from Above" straight to CD, a DVD. Um, terrible! Please don't watch this, folks. I'm gonna um, download this right now. I'm not gonna pay for it. You guys should watch it because you'll laugh your ass off. You it's really that, should. It's that Ryan. Um, but Tom Savino, Savino rather, he was in it, and, and he was a, a cop in it, and and I was like, oh my god, Tom Savino, like yeah. huge horror legend. Wait, he's doing. I'm so impressed right now. He's doing Bray Wyatt stuff. He's a part of a lot of the design, the mask, uh, a lot of the visuals. He oh, and then, um, uh, the, it's awesome. Yeah, and, and yeah, and then, and then yeah. Well, he has he has students uh, that understudy him here in Pittsburgh, so they they've all been part of the original Firefly Funhouse stuff. So, uh, so, th- so, Glenn, to answer your question. They're not, they're not filming here anymore, just because week to week Bray's on the road, but there's still a lot of synergy creatively going this on. This was Kurt Angle's a uh, quote unquote movie company by the way that this really yeah wow love you thank you for inviting me my friend i'm looking forward to watching this how bad could it be sid was in it Ooh. okay (laughs) we'll see we'll see how this is uh everybody be sure to check that out is is even on streaming on video on demand i'm gonna find a link i'll see if fans have sent it to me it's nice Fantastic. Uh, so we had Rey Mysterio versus Andrade tonight, a rematch for the U.S. title, which Andrade won a few weeks ago at Madison Square Garden. Um, Matt, were you surprised that Andrade retained tonight? I mean, I thought Ray had a pretty good shot. I am, but again, I'm not a huge fan of Andrade like everybody else is. But if they're going to push him and book him right, this is how to do it, right? Yeah. Right? I don't know. And good stuff with Zelina getting involved tonight. I thought, once again, she proved to be the MVP. Hell yeah, she always is, dude. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Justin? Was it just sort of a momentary thing when they put Ray versus Brock and this, uh, you know, the angle that he was in? I mean, with Dominic getting all the time and Cain Velasquez. Now it seems like Ray's kind of back to where he was a year ago. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they just they like to just tread on Ray. He's one of the you know he's he's a legend. Uh, I think part of it's also a trade off. Ray's giving them what he's got because he wants to get his son in there. You know that 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 thing's going on. So, I mean, Ray's Ray. I I, I can't poo poo these matches with he and Andrade because they're good matches. But it, again, it's kind of like like I said earlier. Uh, after a while, they stop. They just they start meaning less. It's like all right, I've seen. I, I keep seeing these lengthy matches that really have no 
definitive outcome. I will, you know, I will say tonight had something, you know, the way they kind of played with the Vega in there. And they said, you know, Oh, it looks like Ray was more concerned about Zelina than Andrade was. And then I got personal taking Ray's mask off. Then he attacks Andrade later. So I, I like the, the personal element they injected in it tonight. Um, I, but yeah, I don't really know what the long-term goal was for Ray. I really don't think they have a long-term goal for Ray other than, Hey, just put some people over. I guess that's just all you, all you need to do with them. You know? Which, which works in, because of what he just went through with Brock Lesnar. You know, Ray really got pushed up high pretty, I thought. And he's still kind of high and a big win for Andrade. Yeah. The mask thing. I feel like they overdo that. I feel like no luchador should have their mask. I mean, that should be like a, a very special thing. And I feel like they're now doing that multiple times a year. Really? I mean, it wasn't, they just did it recently. They did it uh, with, 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 um, with Ray or who? They did. Wasn't there one with Ray recently, Justin? Or am I confusing this Not with, with Ray? You know, with um, pardon me. They did it. I want to say uh, with one of the Lucha House Party. I feel. I feel like there's been a couple times recently. I'm sure our fans can uh, yeah. point this out. Um, I just feel like it's an overdone thing. It is, but if you're basing this in reality, yeah, and you're trying to find cheap ways to be, you know, to win and get in your opponent's head and screw with them. Like, if I was in a hold, wouldn't she just go for the luchador's mask and try to start yanking that crap off so he breaks the hold or something? And then, I don't know, yeah. take advantage while he's trying to readjust his mask? Okay, the chat room is confirming they did it recently with Sinkara. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Who cares? Um, it, well, and plus, it, it, the whole thing, I mean, obviously, WC, WCW did it the best the first and time. And it was from it. Andrade. It was from the first Andrade. time they did it with Ray back in You WCW. thought they did it the best? Well, WCW did it the best when they when they removed Ray's mask the first time ever. That was that was the best. Kevin Nash and Scott Hall clowned him. They made fun of how he looked. No, no, I'm talking. I'm talking about. Well, I'm saying when Jer. Well, I'm saying when Jericho had his feud with Ray, and Jericho would go to review. And yeah, yeah. When Ray was when Ray was part of the filthy ant, whatever he was. Yeah. He that no, that was terrible, and that that yeah. kind of kills yeah. doing this mask deal twenty years later because he spent all this time. We we know what he looks like. You know, yeah. They, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but what I'm saying is the storyline of teasing the mask with Jericho and uh, Ray, they did yeah, it the best. And you can't, you. you know, I, don't yeah, know. I got you. Yeah. They claim yeah, they said that Ray looked like a 10 year old kid, you know, when he, <laughs> yeah, it was bad. I will say I was disappointed the first time I saw Ray Mysterio without a mask. It did take away some of the coolness factor. It did. It definitely yeah. did. I thought he looked like a little kid and Ray still looks the same. The dude does not age. It's true. Could hit them all at once, though. Some guys get to be like 50, and then boom, they're an old man. Ain't going to be him. Yeah. Uh, So we really built up tonight Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens having this mystery partner to face Seth Rollins and the Authors of Pain. We'll talk about the payoff later. Um, Matt, how's this pairing working for you of Samoa Joe and KO? Still so far so good. I'm okay. And what about Rollins with this Messiah business? I mean, the chosen one, the Messiah, the promised land. This seems a little out of nowhere. It is. It is. But, I mean, he's just being arrogant, right? It's all, it's all good. It's crappy writing from the, from the writers, you know. The Messiah. It's, I feel like Messiah is one of those words like Vince gets stuck on. He's like, <laughs> we're going to go with it. He's the Messiah, damn it. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he gets, just gets attached to it or something. It does seem very Vince. I mean, he's, I... he's like in an XFL meeting. They're going over the the first week's distribution. <laughs> Damn it, I got it. 
He's a messiah. Uh, <laughs> Wait, Vince, we're, we're talking about DC versus what? Tampa here now. It's, 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 <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it just like has Tourette's on a meeting. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> messiah, messiah. Somebody sneezes. Cut that out. Messiah. <laughs> Cut that out. I think he's in XFL meetings and just texting these random ideas to like Paul Heyman during the meeting, you know, and Bruce Pritchard. No, it's funnier for him just being totally crazy. Like, <laughs> in, in, like post, yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. if he if, if he's texting anybody, it's somebody random. It's like it, it, it's like the guy that like drives him to the gym or something. I don't know. Ah. <laughs> oh. How do you think Vince McMahon texts? Do you think like these are full sentences, abbreviations? Do you think he uses emojis? <laughs> I don't think he uses emojis. No, I can't see him using emojis. Yeah, CM Punk was talking about Vince McMahon would text him in the middle of the night. Yeah, I know. You hear these stories, right? But I just can't. Do you, better yet, do you think Vince McMahon, you know, I'm sure he has an iPhone. Do you think he has, like, he's made his own emoji? <laughs> Of himself, he's I think probably, he, he's probably one of the ones that uses like the eggplant dick emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, do you think Vince has one of himself? Like, it shows like the stars in the eyes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the an emoji. Yeah, but 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 with <laughs> the, the hearts. I'm sorry, the hearts in the eyes. Well, I bet you. I guarantee you. I would bet That's considerable. I would bet a considerable amount of money that Vince McMahon has texted animated gifts of himself. Oh, you know, you know, he's got to, you know, somebody had to show him eventually uh, the gif that goes around of him when Stacy Keebler's stripping on the table and he just his eyes roll back in his head and he flips over in the chair. That famous <laughs> gif from Monday you, you know, somebody had to have shown that. To oh, him. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we were wrong tonight, Matt. Uh, the Street Profits versus the OC versus the Viking Raiders for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Oh, yeah. And uh, they did not give us the big feel-good moment. Crowd chanting for the Street Profits. Crowd chanting, we want the smoke. Uh, commentary, putting over the fact that OC was getting no reaction. Viking Raiders yeah. just sort of there. And the Street Profits did not win. The Viking Raiders retaining tonight. I was happy that the commentary did make note of that, though. I did like that. Yeah? Well, because it sends a message, right? They're supposed to be on script. They're supposed to be saying what's being buzzed in their ear. And uh, for them putting over the guys that were not supposed to be winning, <laughs> you know what I mean? I thought that was good. Um, but, yeah, this was not a good outcome. Speaking of Vince, when the Street Profits came out and they got they went into the crowd, Montez was doing his best, like, exaggerated Vince walk, the way that he was walking and sw swaggering yeah. his way to the ring. <sighs> Those guys are such stars. And Especially him. By him. I, I think him by yeah. himself one day is going to yeah. be really good. Really good. I mean, and they can wrestle. I mean, these guys could go out there and put on a hell of a show. I thought this match was really good tonight. I don't think that they need a title, but I do think that a title will get them out of this role that we're in or they're, that they're in of just being the backstage commentary team mm -hmm. in these little, uh, they're not even comedy segments uh, when they cut to them. They're kind of nothing. He's so damn good, though. Yeah. Mont was Montez? Yeah. He's so damn good, though. Like, think about what he's been able to get over. Like, we at the beginning, we're like, what are they doing with him? Why are they having him constantly and be responsible for getting other acts over instead of themselves? They've done it, though. They've managed to not somehow get any on them in an impossible situation of getting a lot on you. Yeah. Um, 
and no one else would be able to pull this off, I would argue, and not come out of it weaker for it. Those dudes are crazy over, especially Montez, though. He is going to be a money singles act, man. He's got to figure out what gear to wear, though. I think his gear need, can use a little change. When and I could see him as a huge mm. star. I'm, I'm not that I'm the only one who says that. I'm sure every fan yeah. thinks and says the same damn thing. But his charisma is insane, man. He has good feeling. He has a good vibe. You know it's, what I mean? He's special. It feels like a long-term Paul Heyman project. Like Paul Heyman saw it, and Paul Heyman's like, "We're gonna, we're gonna make, we're gonna make people believe in these guys. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna slow play it." And they have that 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 dude. He's gonna break away one of those days, though. Not anytime soon. But if you weren't a regular viewer tonight, and you tuned in, and you saw this triple threat, and you saw Authors of Pain later in the show, you saw all these tag teams tonight. Out of all the tag teams you saw tonight, would you guess the Viking Raiders were the champions? Of this brand. Hell no. Hell no. I, I would think there's some piss poor indie rific act that are there to do the job to one of those two other two teams. Yeah. I, I would not think it's geez, no, not at all. Again, you can't get past what the hell they're wearing. Vikings aren't cool, man. Not not this style of Viking, at least. Um, so this was a good match. Yeah, yeah. it was a good match. Except for, the, except for the finish. Yeah. Uh, but the Viking Raiders retain. Um, okay, so we got Becky Lynch tonight. And what did you make of this promo? This was not out there piss and vinegar or swagger or fire. I mean, this was her talking about, you know, uh, doubting uh, her wisdom for facing Asuka at the Royal Rumble. Showing a... Just- an interesting yeah. lack of confidence. Just, just trying to get a little bit more fire, you know, under uh, under Oscar, you know, putting yeah. over your opponent, you know, babyface one hundred and one. I know we see a lot of gray side of Becky, but this was a good side. This is a good chance for us to see, you know, the babyface, babyface side of it, which is putting your opponent over and make her beat more. So when you beat her, you're beating someone. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Becky. I mean, look, Becky. Becky beat Charlotte and Ronda at WrestleMania. I mean, she's been untouchable for the last year so it, it it does not hurt her and it's very appropriate as Matt just said babyface 101 here to legitimize Oscar to say man I'm doubting I this is the one person I couldn't ever beat and Oscar needs that because Oscar's yeah. I mean you know look they Oscar's yeah. been in this weird place for the last 18 months of yes. kabuki warriors not even being on TV so they need they they they, they can't afford to have Becky coming out too piss and vinegar, too arrogant. She's got to respect Oscar right. at least on the mic. And then she got, I mean, look, she sucked Oscar, yeah. so she's still showing that she's the man. She's a champion, right. but she needs to help get Oscar some some verbal props. Right. We all know Oscar's a badass and like incredibly underbooked and whatnot, but the average WWE fan doesn't see that. They see her going away, like he said, for eighteen months essentially, and 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 you know, being in a tag team, which means they're not as important. She's not as important as she once was to the average fan. So again, having Becky go out there who the average fan knows without a doubt, you know, they know her very well. So they're going to trust her when she talks about how good Oscar is and how Oscar's always had her number. And it means more now when Becky goes and beats her. And Oscar, the way she showed up tonight and started running her mouth on the mic, that is perhaps the most animated. I'm trying to think of, any superstar, male or she's female. She's coming a long way, dude. Seriously, she's come a long way. So, Justin, what do you think that was like backstage? Do you think Vince walked Oscar through how he wanted her to talk <laughs> in that segment and how he wanted her to act? Yeah, he texted the promo and emojis. <laughs> Seriously, how do you think it went down, Justin? And he <laughs> grabbed her and explains to her how to say this. How did it go? Now, listen. 
you're gonna go out there. You're gonna you're gonna give me a little of this, a little of this, a little Google, a little Gaga, a little ah, and you're in the ring, and you're in the ring, and a Google, and a Gaga, and then and then down you go. <laughs> sure Vince used much more offensive placeholder sound alike oh, Japanese yeah, I'm not that Justin gonna... is wisely avoiding oh, yeah, using yeah. tonight. Um... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although, I don't know, who knows? Vince Vince loves ACDC, Asuka, one of her favorite bands, ACDC. Maybe they bonded over ACDC. Maybe they, that's, maybe they, they, they came to their... Uh, I... I'd pay 500 bucks to watch an episode of Ride Along with Vince McMahon and Asuka. <laughs> Just give me an hour of them in the car. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm surprised. Justin, you've got to do it. All right, pretend you're Vince McMahon. You're at the driving wheel. You're McMahon. You're at the you're driving. The, all right, listen, you're driving. Oscar's riding shotgun. Okay. Do Vince at the steering wheel. Listen, you can do this. And flash back to Vince from that movie, um, the, the wrestling movie, when he's drinking the Beyond water. the Mat. When he's drinking Beyond the Mat, when he's drinking the water in the office with puke. <laughs> or right before that, rather, when he's talking about we make movies. Oscar. You know we're all about characters. I'm a character. You could be too. All you gotta do is listen to what I have to say. <laughs> Follow the guidance. We're all about Oscar. You know what we're all about? Uh, movies. Movies. We make movies. Movies. <laughs> Good job, Justin. <laughs> tough one to do. Justin's really staying in the safety zone with this one. Everyone in your head envision yeah. how this went. Yeah, because I mean, one wrong thing, and like next thing I know, I got, I got Vince from Beyond the Mat, dude, at the steering wheel. It does it all. Yeah. Says it all. <laughs> one wrong thing, and I'm one, one, one wrong, one wrong thing I say in this invitation, and Raj has got to fire me because of an outcry of. Yeah. of Public, uh, cancel a bar starts trending you know yeah you're not you don't think vince is stupid enough to sit there and start like imitating absolutely talk really 100 percent. i 100 percent think vince has spoken japanese gibberish before when trying to to give shinsuke or asuka guidance oh my goodness no way no way stephanie has completely and hunter i am sure have completely <laughs> told, told them to stop doing that. Be like, Vince, you have to stop talking Japanese. They have complete <laughs> now, Vince. Vince, we thought you learned in 1995, and Bull Nakano pushed pushed you and told you to shut the f up. We thought you we thought you learned about trying to imitate the Japanese something? wrestlers. If we can have Jimmy Wang Yang on right now, <laughs> he would be the one to ask this to honestly, yeah. because he's played both type of characters. They made him play a Western character. Remember a cowboy character at one point too. I mean, there is some. I mean, we have to. We don't have to call what it is. I mean, like it, it is like an over under of if you have anything to do with the if, if you have anything if your character has anything to do with Japanese culture, it is an over under. When are you going to have to start spitting green mist? I mean, they had Matt Bloom doing green mist, and he wasn't even Japanese. You know, it, 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 there is like this over under. Like they, I mean, you know, Yokozuna threw salt. Everybody else does a green mist. They just can't resist. Cool. I thought that was cool though. Oh, Yoko was cool. Him and Mister Fuji was cool. Mr. The salt was cool. Yeah. But uh, aside from speaking another language, I guarantee you Vince does an accent or yeah. an affect when coaching anyone of how he wants them to say something. Did he, hmm. Okay. Did he ever? Uh, did he ever? He coached you on how to do the stuttering gimmick, I'm sure, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
So I'm saying he's been back there with the street profits, like doing what he wants. Okay, I could see that with him doing his throw throw the clip right now to Vince McMahon on SmackDown, I believe it was, walking backstage and dropping uh-huh. the N word. Yeah. Yeah. Throw to that clip right now. He's very method. <laughs> he is. He you is. Know? He is. Anyhow, let's uh, not get ourselves in further <laughs> towards the danger zone here. Uh, so this was a good segment. I mean, it built it up. And then we followed this with Mojo Raleigh, who peeked inside Eric Rowan's cage. Great. Yes. Uh, said, well, he said, what the hell's wrong with you? He was tweeting about how messed up Rowan is. <laughs> Any guesses, Matt? What's what the messed up thing, the wrong thing that's in his cage? I, I don't know now. No. Is it a yeah. dead animal? Yeah, Maybe it's a dead bird or dead something and he's talking to it and stuff. I don't know. Well, we did get Rowan versus KJ Orso tonight. Uh, so this was what we've seen before and forget Rowan's- the cage as far as match goes and making him look like a monster. I'm still okay with this. I'm still on board. Yeah. They're so setting, they're setting themselves up though. They, I mean, they really put an investment. So whatever this freaking thing is, it better deliver. Yeah, it, it, better, it better be really freaking weird because at this point, I mean, they have set the bar. I mean, like, yeah, it's either gotta be like a decapitated something or it's gotta be, uh, you know, it's, yeah, it's spit blood or whatever out of the Yeah, the well, topper. that's the question. Orso looked into the cage and his face was covered in blood. Were we supposed to believe that it shot the blood at him or that it bloodied his face? Uh, again, I'm willing to give them a little artistic license on uh, what the intent was supposed to be. But yeah, whatever it is, uh, gave him uh, the crimson mask, as it were, before he ran to the back. Do you think Vince has made up his mind of what's in the cage yet? No. I don't know. I mean, just shoot blood out. That's kind of weird. What could it be? What is there out there, folks? Fans in the chat room, what is there that's out there that could shoot out blood and be small enough to be in that cage? Spitting cobra. I mean, I was thinking I was, I literally, I'll remind myself later, somebody Google what animals shoot or uh, spray like some sort of red, maybe to, if not blood, something to ward off their. Uh... It's probably something Tom Savinius created. It's something or that Tom Savinius created from the cage. Yeah, well, that would be cool, but I think I think it's going to be disappointing. Just a hunch. Akira Tozawa versus AJ Styles. This was a pretty straightforward match, but hey, if you ever want to see AJ Styles do his Randy Orton impersonation, you got that tonight. Ten times over. Yeah. This is this is a good match, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, not for Akira, but for AJ. Yeah, definitely. And AJ versus Randy is going to happen next week on Raw. Um, notable that as AJ was leaving the ring, we saw somebody <laughs> in the ring getting the shit kicked out of them by security. <laughs> Like, it did not look pleasant at all. When we came back from the break uh, to see the recap of last week's wedding between Lana and Bobby, they were joined in the ring by the minister, and it turns out it was the minister that came to the ring early. They were the actor playing the minister that security was pummeling uh, before we went to the break. Tremendous. Hilarious. Because <laughs> the guy's an actual actor. He's not, he's not, a, he's, you know, we're, we're most, roles played that we see obviously well you guys know this i'm saying this to the fans are are, are independent wrestlers getting booked as extras this was an actual actor and so, so he's 
Well, what would he come out from the crowd? Like what? No, no. So he was in. So you know where they have the timekeepers area. They have that. that that's where they they have. They'll have talent exit in and out of that timekeepers ringside area if they don't want them to exit or enter to the yeah. to the entrance way. So okay. he was on standby because his segment was next. But he went early, and I don't. And he 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 went and bolted into the ring to get to get into his queue before they brought the lights down to show whatever they were showing the on the Tron and commercial. And he bolted. And security didn't realize it was him, and they tackled him. That's so was, funny. Yeah. I mean, I I doubt we will see this actor again. They're probably <laughs> making him sign a release and cutting him a very big check backstage, still as we speak. Well, he was the same one they used last week, and this yeah. actor actually posted on his social media that he had never had a crazier but more enjoyable acting experience than what live raw was for the wedding last week. So he's probably getting paid. Look, I know they, they pay the independent. If you're an independent wrestler getting booked as an extra and they ask you to take a bump. So like those no way Jose conga line guys who got, who got bumped around by drew, you get a nice paycheck for taking one bump. So I'm sure this actor is getting probably one of the better paydays that he's gotten other than doing live local theater. So I, I'm sure he's probably willing to, to take a, to take some tackling from security if it keeps them, if it keeps a, a steady residual, you know. And they flew him into Oklahoma. This is a New York actor. Right. We're talking way too much. We're talking way too much about this. Keep going. This is one of the more fascinating things that happened tonight. Anyhow, um, so, okay, Matt, you wanted to move on? Let's talk about Lana and Bobby Lashley. Oh, let's fast forward through it. Renewing their vows. Okay, let's talk about them being interrupted by Rusev on vacation. Yeah. Uh, from a $12 stock photo backdrop. Um, and uh, setting up a match where he's going to face off next week against Bobby Lashley. Whoopee. And he said, the, he, said, he said next week's the return of the brute, the Bulgarian brute. Yes. Uh, Lashley had said Rusev used to be a man, but his ex-wife stripped him of his manhood. <laughs> she took your manhood. And it was Lashley that threw down the challenge, saying if he has any balls left, he'll show up next week so Lashley can rip them off and shove them down his throat. <laughs> but did you catch the subtlety of what the progression was? Is that Lana was screaming and screaming and screaming, and Bobby Lashley told her to shut up. And then he kept his eyes on Rusev, and like they talked about next week's fight, and Lana just stared Lashley down for the rest of the segment. So there's a little foreshadowing of, of the dissension that's now going to start between Lashley yeah. and Lana. Mm-hmm. That's what you have to take away from all this. I enjoyed the fan that yelled out when Lana was speaking that said, this is the worst plot line ever. Like loudly, and it made it on air clear as day. Did you see the sign that was held up behind them at the beginning of the segment? That's that security had to take away. No, no, what was it? Uh, it said Lana Hart's BBC. Oh, Jesus Christ! Wow, and it got it got on TV very prominently until WB security came and got that guy. I mean, who doesn't love the British Broadcasting Channel? I mean, they've got Doctor Who. Yeah. They've got Sherlock. <laughs> it's your favorite channel. More of an ITV guy when it comes to UK television, but that's just me. Uh, anyhow, uh, oh, Mass Singer UK on ITV. Way off the rails. So, uh, yeah, uh, there was a promo. Oh, actually, right following this, uh, Charlie Caruso was backstage with our truth talking about his record number of title reigns with that 24-7 championship. And Liv Morgan appeared and said that Rusev is going to be facing Bobby next Monday. That means Lana will be in Lashley's corner, which means Rusev will need someone in his corner. And that is a moment she has lived for. Get it? Because her name is Liv. 
lived for. Gah. Yep. <laughs> but good for her and Rusev, right? Okay, this is a shitty storyline, but we're glad her and Rusev are getting something, right? Yes, yes, yes. But I'm hoping she's able to turn this into something. Yeah. All I've heard is how talented she is and how underutilized she is. I hear that about many talents, though. And I think it myself of many talents. Um, from what I've seen, you know, between NXT um, and being brought up to the main roster, the only thing I've seen that I was even remotely entertained by with her is when she kind of, before getting pounded by Ronda Rousey, kind of like laid on the mat like this, you know, kicking her legs in the air, kind of weird before they locked up and she got her ass kicked. That's the only remote entertainment I've ever gotten out of her to this day. And I've reserved my comments for that for a long time now because I keep hearing from fans about how incredibly like talented she is and that we don't know until we they give her a legitimate opportunity, especially with this Harley Quinn character that she's supposed to be able to play or supposedly with this stuff for Bray Wyatt that she's supposed to be able to play. And then this. Yeah. And I'm talking about the promo. I'm not talking about just because she's putting a, tor- a terrible thing, a terrible angle or whatever you want to call it. It's the top angle, so we can't call it terrible. Um, it has a lot of eyeballs on it, and it's what you make of it. So those promos are so damn important. So I don't care what they told her, what they wrote down. She should have taken something in there over. I don't know what, to be fair, but I don't know. I missed this was a, this was not a good promo for me. Well, what did you make of this match tonight? Sarah Logan versus Charlotte Flair. Sarah doesn't even get a televised entrance. Charlotte comes in the ring. Sarah's beating the crap out of her, uh, throwing the the robe around the mat, slamming it around before Charlotte gets the comeback uh, and gives her the big boot for a big pop from the crowd. I mean, this was this was kind of weird tonight. How I mean, we didn't get any actual women's matches. Uh, I mean, this happened in. Becky's face-off happened, but with uh, I, I want to get your two cents on this. I mean, wh- what do you think they do with Charlotte from here, and does Sarah Logan even have a future in the foreseeable future? I think Sarah Logan's got a great look. She's big. You know what I mean? She's She looked very, I thought, physically credible with Charlotte in there, physically speaking. Yeah. Um, she's not one of the smaller girls, right? She's big um, and athletic, and I think she's damn good. Um, she's got a good look too. I just, she should have had an entrance for sure. Um, but other than that, like, okay, here's the thing. We can't expect them to always have matches for them. Uh, As long as they're giving us some type of storyline advancement, some layers to their character somewhere in there. I'm sometimes I'm okay with that. And I, and it was cool to see her on TV again because we hadn't, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah so, sometimes you can get more accomplished by doing what they did tonight. I mean, granted, she should have an, should have had an entrance. I agree, but I mean, she, I mean, she brought the fire. She attacked Charlotte before Charlotte even had a robe off. She's she's yeah. disrespecting the robe. So I mean, and they need to do a little bit more of this quickly because if you you we assume that the women obviously are going to have a rumble match, that's just going to become a standard now. Uh, and there's not a lot of women. If you look at who aren't champions, there's not a lot of women who have like who are like your front runners to win the rumble. So I, they need to build some credibility of a few more mm-hmm. uh, on, on the female roster to uh, add some luster to that. 
That, yeah, and, and odds of potentially winning versus yeah. the, the Sharon favorites, right? Right, right. As of right now, I mean, I think it's Charlotte or Sasha. I mean, right? Bailey is the SmackDown Women's Champ. Uh, Becky's the Raw Women's Champ. I mean, well, with Lacey. Well, don't forget about NXT. You have NXT ladies probably too. That's true. And Lacey and uh, Sasha. Do you think Lacey and Sasha are going to get a match at the Rumble, or do you think they'll just give them a featured spot in the Rumble? Because that'll determine right there. If they're getting a match at the Rumble, Charlotte's winning the Rumble. <sighs> yeah, I'd like to see those two girls have a match at the Rumble, though. I also don't like I don't like the pres- the presumption that if if you have a match on the undercard of Rumble that you can't be in the Rumble match later. True. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. There's, no, there's no point. And let if you're well, in a title, we saw it last year. Becky Becky had a lost to Oscar last year and then entered right. the Rumble. But I but I hate that. I don't know where that's because in the early days of the Rumble, like I can, one of my favorite Rumbles is most people '92. I remember Piper had a great promo, great match against the Mountie, and then Piper was in the Rumble later. Then like I hate that. I don't know where we took the curve to where. If you're on an undercard singles match, you're presumed not to be part of the Rumble match later. I don't know. Mm. 7 a.m. Gamers are predicting, I think Sasha wins the Rumble and faces Bailey. I think Sasha winning and you and pulling a swerve where you think she's going to challenge Becky, but mm. announces Bailey instead, that could be really good if we set up Sasha versus Bailey for could Mania. Be. Could be. I I think they almost need it right now. Bailey needs it. Bailey needs something of that level. I'll be honest. I think they need to take the title off Bailey before Mania. Yeah, you know we got a lot of support on that, Matt. We talked about this on the podcast last week about how much like Bailey is bringing Sasha down. Bailey's sort of this nothing factor. I was afraid to say it because I know Bailey's got a ton of a hardcore fan base out there as does Sasha, and we are fans of them as well. But this seems to be a opinion that a lot of people have but they're just not as vocal about it but i think we all feel it like it's just not really working because we're all ruined for bailey we know her real life story here why would you want to crap on someone that you know eat drinks and sleeps this business man this is like life or death for her you know it is and how she treats this and it's different than all these other not saying all the other people aren't as into it well actually i am saying that she's into this more than most most other wrestlers that i've seen she is yeah and so no one wants to crap on her. We wanted her to we want it to work. And we're so damn desperate in our coverage, we're doing it even, rooting her along. But we gotta yeah. be real and we gotta be honest. And that's what, if we're talking and we're booking our own WrestleMania, and this is our company. I'm sorry, I gotta take the title off her way before Mania, and we've gotta build somebody else in a title match. Two completely different people. <clears throat> and make that title mean something that we can look forward to being defended. At Mania, let's just be honest. If Sasha versus Bailey, the storyline could be cool and that she picks her at the last minute, kind of a thing, right? But okay, then the match itself. Have we not seen this a million and nine times? Actually, well, Sasha and Bailey haven't wrestled one on one as much as you might think. But Justin, mm-hmm. what were you gonna say? Well, they haven't, not not on the main roster. Uh, but we're we're doing all this booking and we're not we're forgetting about one very important piece that's inevitable, Ronda Rousey. She's gonna be back sooner than later. We're forgetting about her too. Yeah. So, do we have any word about what's going on with her family planning plans? <sighs> I can't speak on that. All I know is that I keep hearing she's gonna be back on WWTV very much sooner than later. So, probably like by Rumble. There you have, and you're still sticking by your prediction. There's gonna be a women's WWE weekly show in 2020. I think. Yeah, I think it's gonna happen. Yeah. 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 I 
That's been my prediction. You didn't say it was Justin's prediction. Just, but Justin said it like he had some inside knowledge or word. Like Justin did well, that. I thing know that, that they wanted does. to do it for a while. They haven't done it, but but now that they, they need network programming now that NXT. I is said on this USA. before Evolution even came, dude. I know, dude. We've been we've been pushing this idea for two years now that they do it. But Justin, you know how sometimes he says something like he knows something. You know, like Leo Rush is never going to be seen on WWE TV ever again. And we're like, shit, what is oh, this? Now we're Justin's tossing, WWE now, insider. Now He's got now, some scoops. Oh, now we're tossing dick darts here. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, we all want it. But I think when Justin's saying, oh, I'm hearing this about Ronda and stuff like that, that's why I'm asking, Matt. I'm, uh, do people uh, text you scoops, Matt? Or people like, hey, hey Matt no. Morgan, I got a hot scoop for you about the world no. of wrestling. no. I'm gonna text Matt Morgan a Vince McMahon text right now. Oh, was, oh, was, oh, your phone's in the truck. Never mind. Vince yeah. McMahon emoji. <laughs> Could you imagine? Just... Gotta have the pompadour hair. Oh, gray, no. gray pompadour hair. Matt I would never do this. Gotta either. have the hard eyes. <sighs> Could you imagine? <laughs> like, oh my God, the most dickish gray practical. Suit. The most dickish practical joke you could do to a former talent, and Matt, no one should ever do this to you, but just set up a 203 area code number. Get a former talent, start texting and oh, pretending dude, to be Vince. That's my old home number back in Connecticut. Yeah, well, I know you've got a connection, but someone's like, hey, pal, Vince here. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord. Um, we used to do that shit all the time back when I was in a band. We were like bands would call other bands and pretend to be A and R people from record labels. Let's not even get into that. But the point is, we would call other bands and they would call us and pretend to be with a label. And it was like who could be the most convincing in leaving these fake voices? Don't don't gloss over the most important thing. Wait, what 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 was the band? I will do these podcasts for free (laughs) for the next two months. Oh, Raj is listening. If you can play an entire, do you have a video of yourself? There are videos out there. Out there, like on the internet, search. It's not hard to find if you just search for me. Like you'll, this is not even that difficult to find. Oh, I'm, I'm on to YouTube right now, right this second. Sorry, Raj. Bye, folks. <laughs> I'm just let me give the recommendation. Like the the good stuff, like uh, uh, Pull and Frozen Sunshine. Like those are the two songs I stand by. Those two songs. Everything else, iffy. Anyhow, um. Really, we're just everything shutting down on the podcast for this right away. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, Matt needs to come back. Hang on. <laughs> this isn't this is your life, Justin. Hang on, Matt. Get him back here. Oh, good lord. Wait a minute. I just found this thing from the 90s. You <laughs> and NBC, MSNBC News. Yes. Look at you. There's there's you know, I had a life before the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I've I've done so I can't believe Matt Morgan just walked off this podcast. Essentially someone, you know, they were sort of going through it through the back door of saying, okay, well if we feel the bass vibrations, that's how we'll add to the game. But the difference was for those of you on the uh, video here. That's young Glenn. See, I'm looking at that. I want to punch myself in the face. Bass vibrations on the game. Tell me a little bit about this game, Starfire. Is this Katie that's not Katie Kirk, is it? No, it's sold out O'Brien. CNN Soledad O'Brien. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about Raw anymore. Yeah. Good Lord. Well, uh, you know, if we could get uh, Jeff Gershman to Mania, we'll do a, re- a reunion show. It'll be uh, it'll be something. Where did uh, Matt go? Matt needs to get back here. Matt's, Matt's apparently off Googling me somewhere. Uh, good I, Lord. I, did, I, did, I hope he gets his phone. I did send him events. Matt, Matt, look what I found. 
<laughs> this is is it headboard? This is Glenn on MSNBC in the nineties. Yeah. That's Glenn. <laughs> well, it's showing the the gameplay footage right now. <laughs> is the name of your band Headboard? Yeah, that was that was the band. Look at this is the best episode we've ever. I don't even want to talk about Raw anymore. This is fantastic. This is way better than Raw. Okay, Dude, so I'm got... on. Listen, I'm on Spotify. Oh, the, the good stuff's not on Spotify. I mean, there's some okay stuff on Spotify. Oh yeah, this is okay. This is you guys. Yeah, this stuff. Is it? Yeah. Um, any like really? We're just you're listening to clips. Um, you guys but, are good, Glenn. We we did some things. We, is this a female lead singer? Well, we had female vocal. Oh, oh, you haven't even figured out what I did in the band yet. Holy shit! I need Matt, let listen. Videos, not hearing it. Yeah. Uh, um. Here, uh, Raj, if you're watching this, I'm sorry, but uh, the people- no, we're not. I guarantee you, our ratings are shooting through the roof right now. <laughs> Raj is still traveling right now. He's fine. Uh, here, uh, type in uh, "headboard frozen sunshine" into YouTube. This is not video; it's just audio. But you'll be able to to hear my contributions in the band. Yeah, Frozen Sunshine. Glenn, is this you? Is this the same Glenn Rubenstein, the LG 15 videos? Yeah, that that's a whole other chapter of my life. We'll save that for another podcast. Jeez, Glenn. Huh. Well, I you wonder direct- why you're verified. You, you directed these videos? I directed some of them, yeah. I, I had a life before the Wrestling Inc. podcast. You know, I have. A, oh, look, Matt, we should be so honored. When I search Glenn Rubenstein, you and I come up right here with him. I mean, Wait, yeah. is Regulation Blue Frozen Sunshine? Is that you? No, no, no. Frozen Sunshine ran with Glenn? No, God, no. That was, uh, just search Headboard Frozen Sunshine. It should be the first thing that comes up on YouTube. Dr. Phil. Glenn, this should be your new publicity photo. Yeah, the, the doctor uh, one that's who posted it. Who uploaded this, this is Glenn. It. Yeah. Here you go, Matt. This is Glenn's yeah. publicity photo. Yes, <laughs> that was me talking on a show I used to do a video game show. But no, Matt, the song you had the oh. song that was the song. You, you got it right there. But doesn't show you. Yeah, all three of us are getting yeah. fired. <laughs> this isn't your voice. That's Jeff Gersman, but I'm the other guy. Is that you with the phony high pitch voice? Well, that's an effect. Fact, yeah. yeah. Uh, Those are pretty good. We we were okay for what we did. You know, I mean, for two guys making beats on a computer, and then we added a live band. It was a whole thing. Uh, well, if I keep googling, what, what else? What else am I going to find about you? I've had some careers. I've done some do, stuff. You didn't do like like adult films or anything. Uh, Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> uh, I, I know adult film star Ron Jeremy, but that's a whole other story. Not safe for this podcast. Um, I used to yeah. interview. I used to interview porn stars on the radio. It's very similar to the world of wrestling. It is. I it was. It was a great crossover. There's Glenn, folks. Lisa Ann, yeah. Alexis Monroe. There's Glenn. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. Well, Raj won't fire Matt, but Glenn, I think you and I are fired. We just waste a lot of time. Absolutely. Here. No, uh, this is how piss poor Raw is and how way more entertaining we are. But <laughs> with the clown show, no. My entire Raw. search history is now filled with Glenn Rubenstein. Yeah, it's good. Go Twitter is going to be fun the next couple of days. Thanks, guys. Um, anyhow, Drew McIntyre versus No Way Jose. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew McIntyre somehow beating up No Way Jose tonight, but seem coming across like a baby face. Scottish psychopath here, majorly over with the crowd. 
pulling that. Do you dare me? Do you dare me to give him another Claymore kick? Do you double dare me? And, and like, the 3-2-1 th- is new too, right? Yeah. yeah. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's a pretty baby face thing to do to you know, thank a, you, Ebony Washington, for folks listening. Ebony Washington, yes, Ebony Washington, you. donated, put in five dollars and said best episode ever. So suck yes. on that, Raj. Yeah, Raj. No, no. Let's put the emphasis on the punctuation. Best episode ever. Ever punctuation. Ever. Yes. Um. So I gotta say, when he said it's gonna be three, I thought he was gonna say MB. I really thought oh, this was really. I just I ship that in my head. I'm like, let's bring it back. I mean, what are what are Heath and and uh, oh, and uh, Jinder doing? There. Please don't even put that out there. This is still a bona fide potential main eventer champion. This sounded like a guy they're positioning. Like, I, mean, <sighs> I certainly hope so. I don't know what the hell else he needs to do because he's money. He is so money. Yeah, and as a baby face, like I w- would not be expecting this just yet from him. The reaction. Yeah. I thought this was great tonight. I mean, it really mm-hmm. goes to show and, and this kind of, I mean, not to tie this too much back into the Bailey thing, but man, it's like Drew was hundred percent heel, right? I mean, he did all that shit with Shane. I mean, Drew was so in heel territory. They mm-hmm. rescued that and turned it around within a month. So True. with Bailey, like you don't have to be married to anything if you've got a good idea. And, and, and you're right. And the other thing is, it's easier to go the other way than it is the way they're asking Drew to go right now. It's much harder to go from heel to face than it is from face to heel. Yeah. I just want to point out Gary Paradis. Paradis, yeah. not Paradise, Paradis. Put in a dollar ninety nine. Thanks, buddy. It says, thank you guys for all you do. Best podcast ever. Another exclamation mark. Yeah. And also says hashtag suck it, Raj. They're right. You're wrong. <laughs> Glenn, you have a Wikipedia page. Oh, so does Matt. Why he's verified, see? I'm verified. I don't have a Wikipedia page. Raj ain't verified. I'm verified. Disturbed individual, $5. I'm just taking poor pot shots at poor Raj. Raj, I'm just playing. <laughs> disturbed individual, put in $5. Love this podcast, guys. Exclamation marks. Thanks, Matt, Disturbed uh, Individual. In the second hour, Justin LaBar is going to be running a credit check on me. And uh, <laughs> good times. Uh, anyhow, so I thought with Drew. <laughs> Glenn is freaking famous. Who, Glenn, you're famous. I, I, I've done a lot of stuff. I wouldn't go that far. Um, anyhow, Drew McIntyre uh, with this tonight. I liked uh, him tossing Noe Jose into the conga line that was out there. And I loved his line about hating conga lines. I kind of wanted a story about that. <laughs> right like as a child i was in, in scotland i was in a conga line I like like i know why you think that was corny as hell but that would have been freaking awesome why tonight. why he hated yeah absolutely because <laughs> the way he said it like oh i hate conga lines and it was just like yeah yeah like i want to know why with him you run the risk of it being dopey though right yeah. because he's so damn damn dorian spradlin Put in $9.99. Just wanted to say, big trust, go Ravens. Oh, so, okay, here's what I'm going to do. This one episode has garnered more revenue <laughs> in one episode. <laughs> oh, from... uh, everyone's going to go to... Uh, Wait, sure Matt, gonna... Matt and Raj have made Glenn's Wikipedia, but I get left out. Look at this. No, they didn't make my Wikipedia. Oh, they're, they're on there. Yeah, they got yeah. On. Since the summer of 2016, Glenn has been the host of the Wrestling Podcast. Rubenstein is often often joined by Wrestling founder Raj Geary and professional wrestler Matt Morgan. Look at this. X. I'm not a current pro wrestler. I need to fix this stuff already. 
Yes. So what I'll do, uh, because I'm sure people are going to go to <coughs> Spotify and look up the band stuff. Not everything is on there. Uh, if there's demand, I'll put up like a Dropbox link or something with all the stuff that we couldn't clear because we had old music with samples. So I'll put something up for the fans of this podcast. Everyone's donating night and doing stuff and they're getting a kick out of talking about this. That, that rap song was pretty damn good. So I'll put up a link because we can't publish that because it's got the sample of the romantics in there. So, I mean, some of it's on YouTube, but if people want to hear stuff, I'll put together uh, like a Dropbox good. link or I'm something. I'm not just blowing smoke. It was pretty good. Well, thank you. I, I searched Glenn and then the number one person that comes after people also search for Matt Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> There you have it. Um, so after that tonight, Shelton Benjamin versus Alistair Black. Great chance for Alistair Black uh, to show his dominance and get that win. Yeah. But then Buddy Murphy attacks him. And uh, they're not moving on from this feud. These guys are going to have a rematch next week. I miss a little bit of this. There was a finish, though, no? Or no? Uh, uh, yeah, no, he hit hit him with uh, the boot, then uh, the yeah, black okay. mask for the pin and the win. Good. This was the, the okay, I, I, I was hoping this is why they were using Shelton. Really quick, Stephen Guadea putting $5 says, bed, best podcast, W-I-N-C, exclamation mark. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you to all you guys who are saying all this. Thank Seriously, you. and because people are saying, Ebony and other people are saying, post to post it, not to plug my Twitter, follow me on Twitter, I'll post the link on Twitter, at Glenn Rubenstein, uh, I'll post the Dropbox <laughs> Those you're asking what kind of music it was? It was both. Oh, it, it was a mix of rock and hip hop. We started as a hip hop duo, two white suburban kids, uh, literally in their bedroom on their computer making beats uh, and just trying to make each other laugh with our lyrics. And then we added it. a live band. I love that. Good. I love that Ebony said, "Consider this demand posted." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was good. I mean, we got to do some some fun stuff. I mean, without going too much into it, I mean, we opened for Run DMC once. We did some shows with the Bloodhound Gang. Uh, what? We, wait, 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 what? what? Yeah, no, dude, you don't Gang? get to roll over that. You opened up for Run DMC. Yeah, but it was at a local show. Like, I don't care if it was a flea market. That's <laughs> awesome. Run DMC. Yeah, we played with Papa Roach. We used to play teen shows, uh, teen centers with Papa Roach, which is why I tweeted about it before I tweeted at Jacoby because, like, like Papa Roach, we used to just hang out with them. Like, they were our peers, and now they're doing the theme to Raw. I mean, they're still around kicking wow. it. Um, it's not their theme to Raw anymore. One but of the anyhow. cool guitar, you know, um, oh, yeah, they're, ever. Like, yeah, no, they're great. Um, but the big thing we did was we did the show called farm club once. So we had like, we had these screwed up record deals that we always sort of imploded around, or we had a lot of lineup changes, but we did the show farm club. And what's funny is we were on the same show. It was like a concert, uh, that Matt Pinfield hosted, but it was Eminem and Dr. Dre. And they went on before us. So it was like Eminem and Dr. Dre. Then we played the 98 degrees played, uh, and then Eminem played again. Holy crap. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, and Matt Penfield, I don't even know yeah. who he is too. Yeah. And that was a show that was on USA after Raw back in like 2000. It debuted right after Raw on Monday night on USA. Yes. 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 Yeah. So it all it all comes around. Thank you, uh, Gary Paradis, again for dollar ninety nine. Please, everyone, support wrestling and hashtag <laughs> bite us. I can't read that last word. R I J Raj. <laughs> um. And I'm filling in for Raj, and I'm so happy I did. This is great. This is the last episode we've ever done. Um. It, really quick though um yeah glenn were you behind gtv was the g glenn were you behind gtv what was what, gtv what that's the 90s TV. Oh, okay. anyways all right listen not to be the what uh yeah, yeah, yeah. towel here but no, last week i was to, last two weeks i've been saying what's his name um come on alistair, alistair yeah. needs like that intercontinental level wrestler to go over on in a strong way now granted Shelton's a little bit older and whatever the hell he isn't he's not used a lot but he's still showing freaking Benjamin. 
um, this this was the perfect opponent for him to mow through. I thought tonight was I would love to see if Brock's going at number one. I'd love to see Alistair Black number two in the Rumble, so we get Alistair Black's full entrance. Because if he's anywhere else in the Rumble, you don't get the full entrance. Getting the full entrance, that anticipation to see Alistair Black's striking up against Brock Lesnar just for that two minutes. And yeah. tonight was a little bit of foreshadowing. Shelton Benjamin is Brock's college roommate and trainer. I mean, right there. Oh, yeah. that would be cool. That would be cool. I bet you Brock would be down for business too. Hell I bet yeah. you would sell the hell out of it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, with Buddy though, man, I'm just I'm afraid. I'm they afraid to, for Buddy Murphy. Listen, they yeah. Give Buddy Murphy the same type of love they gave him tonight. Alice, yeah. they need to give Buddy Love that next level guy for him to steamroll over. And that's why I think it would be wise to separate them. But I think Buddy yeah. is just here uh, for Alistair to to beat again next week. But they need him. Like no offense, Sean Benjamin to me is a bigger deal than Buddy Murphy. Sean Benjamin yeah. will be, you might laugh at me, but he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. I really feel he will. No, I could see it. I mean, he's been involved and he's been around. Um, but yeah, it's uh, he's definitely in the enhancement talent portion of his career. He, he definitely is. He is. But I, I just think a win against him is much more is much bigger and more impressive to me than a win versus Buddy Murphy. So, like, they need to separate them. <laughs> yeah. I think hashtag suck at Raj is going to trend. Somebody is live. I, I've got, I'm getting live tweets. <laughs> It says, if, if Glenn, Justin, or Matt Morgan get fired for tonight's podcast, we riot. Hashtag suck it, Raj. Uh, another one. Uh, this is a great reason why you have to watch the live feed on YouTube with Glenn, Justin, and Bet, uh, Matt Morgan. Best episode. Uh, I got some more suck it, Raj tweets coming through. You can find Type in the hashtag. <laughs> this is great and no seriously uh and everyone that watches live i mean i feel like we put you guys over each week but this podcast i mean let me just put it this way it's like matt you're running a city justin you're doing uh your local production stuff and you're doing your events i'm running my agency and doing all my stuff and i think none of us are getting rich off this podcast the reason why we do it is because the fans are so yeah, yeah. matt and i are awake at 12 30 in the morning on east the east coast here i mean we're happy we have to have fun to do this yeah. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Absolutely. They love it and they're the best. Absolutely. Um, so Seth Rollins and AOP versus Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and their big surprise third is Big Show. Matt, who I have to say now, mm. after your big show stories, I just now I'm just like oh, I don't care for him. He's I'm sure he's changed since then. I hope so. Um uh, this was a surprise, right? Yeah. I mean, but I don't, I, Justin. Did they do this though with him yeah. just recently? With He's other people. Uh, yeah, Cesaro and uh, um, what's his name? The Celtic Warrior, uh, Sheamus. Sheamus came out yeah. of left field and suddenly started six man tagging with him. Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, it's like it's like what they're doing with Kane, but not quite as often. Yeah. I got to give a shout out to uh, I think he's a friend of the site, Sean Ross Sapp. He had a great stat that uh, so Big Show went all of 2019 without a match. That was the first time since 1993 the Big Show was that, or, or whatever. It's, it's the first time in whatever since ever since Big Show made his debut back in WCW, he went a whole year without one match. It's pretty crazy to think. And if one match on TV, not in 2019, not a pay per view, not nothing, not in 2019. Oh. And if John Cena does not have a match next week on Raw, that'll be a whole year since Cena's had a match on TV. Wow, and pay per view. Yeah, pay-per-view. Cena did not have one pay-per-view match in 2019, which is the first time since his debut in the early 2000s. It's crazy. Absolutely. Uh, I just think with Big Show, I mean, the crowd was into it. 
like they were chanting, we want big show for him to get tagged in. So that worked. Yeah. I was expecting him to turn heel by the end of the match. <laughs> it's just what he does. It's short lived though. It's not something. Yeah. Uh, so this ended up with a win by DQ because of some bad behavior by AOP and Seth Rollins. Um, Agam and Razor tonight, man, when those dudes took their shirts off, like they're in much better shape than I remember them being. Good, they better be. This is the main event level push. That's why I never understood when guys are a little bit out of shape when they're working in the main event. I'm like, what? This The, the huge magnifying glass is on you guys right now. You don't want to give the company or anybody any rhyme or reason not to continue with the push. Well, it goes back to what Matt said earlier about um... – uh, Montez and Street Profits. Montez is in really good shape. Why the yeah. hell is he? Why the hell is he wearing what he's wearing? No, that dude probably has abs for days. I'm guessing, and it's yeah. super vascular. I, I don't get it either. He's probably really shredded. You could tell he is. Yeah, but these two, you're right. They looked friggin' awesome. They looked amazing. No, absolutely. And uh, man, I just I think tonight, like AOP and Seth are there. Joe and Kevin Owens, this is what makes me think it's a temporary pairing. Although next week, this is where I was disappointed. They're like, next week we're gonna have a six-man fist fight. Yeah. Big show, KO and Samoa which, Joe. Which what is that? Is that what is that? Is that, is that like a brawl for all light? A fist fight? It's just a word they're using so big show can do his stupid knockout punch. Yeah. That's all that is. Yeah. That's all he can do. <sighs> I liked tonight more than uh, with what they've announced next week. So I'm going to have Randy versus AJ, which is good, but we've seen that before. I just feel like I, I just want every week. I just want new, new, new. I feel like that's what keeps the show exciting. So I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with uh, Drew McIntyre Hell next yeah. week. Me too. And I was not a fan of this face turn of his, by the way. <laughs> Headboard for WWE Hall of Fame 2020. Oh, Suck it, Raj. The tweets just keep coming in. This is great. Guys, add the our podcast name in there though <laughs> get this podcast trending. Well, they're tagging all of us yeah i mean uh, jackson How do we, get a podcast? we gotta get a podcast trending though too to prove that <laughs> this is what the fans want yes just especially on this boring ass raw episode actually actually tonight's raw well, tonight, believe me. to be fair yeah you're right yeah you know than... if you're a fan come see us in tampa we'll, we'll be in tampa together it'll be fun yeah, Did you and let us this, know about that. This shit show live, folks. Come on. Maybe, oh, maybe I'll tell you what. Imagine people... the best part: rising his uncomfortable face when it gets red, <laughs> and dying for Glenn to turn the page and continue to move on with the show, and me not letting him do it. Come on, that's price of admission alone. Maybe, maybe I'll dig it. I think I still got a box or two of CDs. Maybe I'll bring those in Tampa. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Maybe, I can, maybe I can reenact uh, Vince teaching Matt how to do the stutter gimmick. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but people let us know about that because we're pl- in the planning stages. So we've been talking about this on the podcast, but we're in the planning stages now of figuring out what we're going to do in Tampa as far as meet up or a live show. So mm-hmm. it would actually really help if you're going to be at WrestleMania and you want to come see this live, mm-hmm. like just for just a head count to gauge interest. I know we've had people in the chat room say it, but seriously, tweet, especially uh, not only me, but tweet at Raj about that, tweet at Justin about that, and Matt as well, because we're going to be organizing this and figuring it out. So uh, and let us know what you want. I mean, do you want just a hangout where we get together? Should we try and do the podcast live? Like, I want to know what would be the best use of everybody's time there. Uh, but it'll just be great to see everyone regardless. Every time we go to events now, it's great to meet fans of this podcast. But if we're going to do something official, it'd be great to know uh, what you'd like to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we can pick out the, the proper venue for it. Maybe it's a pregame show we yeah, do. 
Yeah, they want predictions. They want to watch along with the yeah. WWE Network with us. Yeah, what do you want? Yeah, I think it'll be good. Seriously, uh, I'll know what you guys want. Do you want Glenn to give us a little <laughs> musical performance? Like, what, what do you want? I'm wearing that sweet Aloha shirt. <laughs> Glenn looks, I, like it's, Glenn looks like he's selling timeshares. No, I dug it out tonight because of the Rusev thing. I was I like, know. oh, I'm going to find – I because the backdrop I found in two seconds online. It was, was like, That's better than one he was using tonight. It's uh, This is like a free version of what he was using. Uh, similar but different. Hey, they spent $12. It was $12 to get the official one, and I was like, I can find something as good for free. Yep. Um, but uh, <sighs> poor Rusev. Like, mm-hmm. But again, I think – but not My, for Rusev. The crowd is changing. Well, and that's what I'm saying. For him. He's going to walk out of this unscathed. I hope he, Liv does as well. He will come out of this more over than what he walked into. Yes. As long as the storyline does not shoot, destroy his marriage, as long as him and Lana don't actually get divorced out of. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? And I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be funny. As long. I mean, we in wrestling, marriages are. Weird things always happen. Yeah. As long as they come out of this, okay. As long as they're good. This has got. I mean, this is they're 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 one of the top ratings draws, and if and Rusev has gotten them his momentum back. So. I hope because they're young, I think because they're young enough in their marriage. Yeah, it's usually when the guys and gal, the guy and gal are like older in their marriage, and they've been married for a while, then they try to do this stuff. Does it kind of go? It goes a little yeah. crazy in Haywire. Yeah. We shall see. Uh, what else do we got, Justin, in the world of wrestling before we wrap it up tonight? Uh, two quick things. Uh, one of the big headlines, uh, obviously, is Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy, obviously, one of the most popular stars today. You know, we've seen him off and on in WWE. When we have seen him, they're they're just handing him losses. Uh, Matt's Matt's contract expires on March first. Um, a lot of speculation about what's going to happen. And really, the the thing is here, and you're going to read the full story on on Wrestling Inc. For Matt, it's not about the money. It's that's not the number one priority. It really comes down to creative. You know, he he he's capable of so much as we know, and uh, it's 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 him wanting some creative control. So a lot of eyes are on Matt Hardy of what's going to happen with his future. Does he resign with WWE? If not, what does he do after that? Obviously, he'll have every option he wants available to him. Why, and then, why are they talking about that now if it's not up to February first? Well, it's up to uh, March first, but maybe you know, oh, Matt. March. It's we're coming up on March first, and, and again, you know, we had Matt a couple weeks ago starting to show up on TV, and they have they had him lose, and so that's that's just kind of the story right now. And he's doing a lot of his YouTube videos again, where he's really leaving some hints and speculating oh. about what the future is going to hold. So, uh, and then Jeff Hardy and Jeff, Jeff and Matt, when they came back to WWE a couple years ago, they signed contracts on the same day, but Jeff's contract is going to expire at a later time. Yeah. Because it's kind of been suspended, essentially, with the um, some of the issues he's had out of the ring with arrests and suspensions. So uh, Jeff will not be beco- so Jeff potentially will not become a free agent as soon as Matt uh, would if Matt chooses to to uh, to venture elsewhere. And the other uh, other story we'll talk about: uh, USA Network. So they issued out a press release touting how they were the number one cable network in prime time for the 14th consecutive year, USA network, 14th consecutive year, number one cable network, uh, talking about the success they had. And they gave a lot of attribution to WWE raw for the success they had. They also talked about the straight up Steve Austin talked about Miz and Mrs. With the Miz. Awesome. So, you know, so, you know, yeah. So, I mean, in, in a year where us in the wrestling media, uh, rightfully will analyze raw viewership being down. It, it, it is still important to keep, our eye on the big picture, which is yes. compared to most to things shows. Yes. It's st- and especially most other shows get three months of an off season at the least. Yep. And WWE does not do off seasons. Maybe they should hold the conversation, 
Uh, so just something to throw out there. But that, that story also on Wrestling Inc. If you want to read the whole thing, that's a it's a very good point to keep pointing out, Justin. Of, of comparing it to normal other shows, original content, fifty-two weeks a year. You, you, what yeah. network would not want that? And not even you know, and, and not even just a half hour, hour, three freaking three hours. freaking hours. <laughs> that's insanity. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Uh, Justin, someone has added you to uh, my Wikipedia entry. Really? Yes. Oh. Whoever that is, always thank you very much. You've updated mine That's a couple awesome. times too, I'm guessing. So thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. No, our fans, once again, are incredible. Yeah, um, really are. Yeah, this is crazy. And tonight, look at this. We're going an hour and 10, and our view numbers keep growing. This is uh, actually really fantastic, guys. <laughs> <laughs> they did add me. That's funny. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you to whoever that was. Um, we're going to be back here Wednesday to talk about NXT and AEW. Justin, you're going to be back Wednesday night. I am. Should be good. AEW should be a good one. NXT promoting the hell out of this. The first NXT of the Rhea Ripley era. I kind of like how they're putting her over so much as a face of the brand now. Yeah. Her big win before the holiday. Yes. Yeah. This is the way to, I like it is the way to go too. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing what they're doing. Absolutely. So he is at BP Matt Morgan. He's at Justin Labar. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. And again, if you follow me on Twitter, I will tweet out uh, some music stuff here in the next. He's a messiah of music. He's. I hope not. He's. He's Glenn. He's Glenn. <laughs> he's Glenn. <laughs> Rubenstein. You gotta say he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna <laughs> rap. Yes, Glenn's rapping. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's, he's, he's gonna rap. How do you guys not want to hear Glenn rap? Come on, it's out there, and that's what makes it funny. If I just be like, oh, I played guitar, people be like, well, who gives a shit? Everyone plays guitar. It's like that's nothing. It's the rap part that makes it amusing. The music sounded incredibly legit for what it's worth, and I'm on this phone. It was good. Yeah. I was smart to surround myself with very talented people. Much like on this podcast, it makes me a better look better being with other people who are good at this. Uh, anyhow, guys, this is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. We will catch you back here Wednesday night. Until then, take care, and we'll see you soon. Thank you, fans, for tonight. Thank you. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.